0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on news talk. Sarah Collins in the Irish Independent reports that Ireland's economic growth continues to eclipse its international partners according to the OECD. Despite slowing sharply since the pandemic and surviving a technical recession earlier this year, It far outpaced the rest of the Eurozone, where GDP averaged 0.4% in the second quarter compared to the first quarter of this year. UK growth was close to zero uh, in the second quarter, dampened by sluggish exports and has still not recovered to pre-pandemic levels. The OECD says that Eurozone growth came in at just 0.3% in the second quarter while it was flat in the EU as Germany and Italy, two of the bloc's biggest economies, struggled. The OECD includes 22 EU countries, the G7 group of major economies, Turkey, Switzerland, Israel and some South American states. Ireland had the third highest year-on-year growth in the OECD at 2.8%. GDP has long been disputed as a measure of activity in Ireland as it is distorted by the impact of multinationals, particularly aircraft leasing and patent income from IT and pharma firms. But alternative measures show domestic growth is holding up in Ireland. Modified domestic demand, which strips out international, multinational transactions, such as aircraft leasing, grew by 3.4% year-on-year in the second quarter, according to the ESRI. Barry Barry O'Halloran in the Irish Times reports that a proposed ban on betting companies advertising on TV before 9pm threatens Irish horse racing and 30,000 jobs it supports. Some of the sports key groups have warned. The Gambling Regulation Bill, which has yet to be passed into law, includes provisions banning betting businesses from advertising on TV between 5.30am and 9pm to limit children's exposure to such marketing. However, groups representing Irish tracks, racecourse owners and trainers say the ban could hit revenue and horse ownership, endangering a business that employs 30,000 people and generates €2.5 billion a year, mostly benefiting rural Ireland. Paula Donoghue in the Irish Independent reports that Airgrid has said delivering the second north-south interconnector is critical to improving the security of electricity supply across the island of Ireland. The organisation said it was working with Sony Air uh, Airgrid's counterpart in Northern Ireland, to deliver a the long delayed project as soon as possible. However, it did not give an estimate for when the interconnector would be completed or operational. The interconnector will be 138, <coughs> excuse me, 138 kilometres overhead lines of pylons, which will link Meath with Tyrone, running through Armagh, Cavan, and Monaghan. The line will connect the electricity grid in the Republic with its counterpart in the north. Just one 300 megawatt line currently runs between the two parts of the island and the new interconnector will more than double the amount of electricity travelling between both jurisdictions. However, the plan has attracted opposition since it was first proposed in 2007 with some landowners along the, the extensive route vowing not to cooperate. Air grid said the project will cut electricity costs and allow for better flow of energy between the two regions. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with Air. Weekday mornings at 7. On News Talk.